This is a Soulfire production. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the show. I am really excited to dive into today's topic because it has been top of mind for me recently and something that a lot of my friends have been bringing up and we've been discussing and is something that I really thought about a lot more in a different way after I channeled my upcoming book. And that topic is, is hustling to build a business as an entrepreneur required? Or can you really, can you really just manifest the business you want? This is kind of a big topic and I want to explore it here and and see what else comes through around it. It's something that I think about quite often, you know, having multiple businesses and working with so many entrepreneurs. And I hear entrepreneurs all the time say, well, entrepreneurship is really hard. And I just kind of want to explore that for a second. Not saying it's not, right? It's definitely had its hardship, but it's all on how we perceive it. And I think it's really important to pay attention to the stories we tell ourselves. And especially in the kind of more mainstream entrepreneurship space, there's this glorification of the hustle. And is that really required? And I know with learning about manifestation and and how you can attract things in with ease and living in alignment and flow and just having things come into your reality that you're desiring, that can make a lot of entrepreneurs a little uncomfortable, I'll say, or a little triggered because they're thinking, no, I worked my ass off and I had to work my ass off to get here. And how can I be in that belief and then also embrace these principles with manifestation. So it's just a really interesting topic that I want to dive into today because I'm sure that many of you have the same question on your minds. But before we jump into that, just a reminder, I can't believe it's finally here, but my new book is going to be available for pre-sale this Thursday, January 20th. I cannot believe it's here. I'm so excited. So My new book, Manifestation Mastery, How to Shift Your Reality and Co-Create with the Universe, will be on pre-sale, the ebook version, on January 20th. So what that means is you can purchase the book in digital form ahead of time at a super low price. So the official release date is going to be February 2nd, 2-2-22, and that is when you can buy your hard copy with the soft cover or the hard cover. But before that, you can get the ebook pre-sale. So what that means is when you purchase it on Thursday, you'll immediately get access to that on February 2nd when it's officially released. So hopefully that makes sense. The benefit of purchasing it ahead of time is to get that ebook for just a few dollars. It's going to be on super, super sale. And I think a lot of you are probably going to end up wanting the book in, in all formats. So in the ebook format, because it's the kind of thing that you probably want to refer back to like on your phone, on your iPad, I certainly have. And then you also probably are going to want a hardcover just to have to take notes, you know, to, to read in person. And then the audiobook, which will be coming out in the next few months, that's still getting edited. So that's the benefit. You're getting it for a super cheap price and then you'll get access to it as soon as it officially releases on February 2nd. The other benefit is that it's the best way to really support me. So I am like shamelessly plugging, asking if you do want to support me in the launch of this book. We're trying to get as many orders on the day of the presale, January 20th. Like that's the day I'm pushing. 
as many orders as possible and hopefully can get on a bestseller list through that. So that is why we're putting it on super sale. And you'll also get some bonuses if you do purchase that day. So you'll also get a free manifestation meditation. It's different than any other manifestation meditations I have anywhere else. So it's not repurposed. So this is a unique one. And you'll also get an exclusive interview with the monarch being who is the the entity that this book came through. So it's a completely channeled text from the monarch being. If you watch any of my YouTube videos, you've probably seen me channel them. Or if you're in the membership, you probably know the monarch being. That is who this book is is through. And so my lovely assistant and I did a little interview where I went into channel and she asked some different questions. So you'll get access to that interview as well. So lots of fun bonuses. And then when you purchase on February 2nd, the hardcover, you'll get another bonus, which will be a manifestation activation. So some energy work to really activate you to align with your manifestations. And then anybody who does leave an Amazon rating and review, you will get a bonus chapter that wasn't released in the book. So if you want to learn more, get your hands on it, just go to manifestationmasterybook.com. All the information will be there. If you're on my email list, my general email list, or if you signed up for book updates exclusively, you will get an email the day that it's available. And yeah, I'm just, I'm I'm quite simply going to ask if you want to support me, please purchase the book on presale. It's just a few dollars. And that would mean the world to me to support this launch. This is this is a grassroots campaign. <laughs> you know, I learned a lot about book releases through this process and what people do. And I think, you know, there's so many valuable paths, but when I really sat down with it, and I mentioned this in other episodes, it just felt really out of alignment to do it a more traditional way. And I was like, I just am going to ask my community who's been here with me for the last, you know, six years plus to support me in this because you guys have been with me through all the shifts and the changes and this community is is everything to me and why I do what I do. So I would rather us do this together as a community than go a more traditional route and feel like it just wasn't fully in alignment for me. So that's kind of my my methodology. So I can't wait can't wait for you guys to read it. Oh my God. Also, it's not too late to sign up for all of the book launch virtual events that we're doing this week to celebrate the release. So depending on when you're listening to this, we'll have events every day from the 16th through the 20th or actually 16th, 17th, 18th, 20th, not the 19th taking a day off. <laughs> but I have some amazing guests joining me that most of you will know from the podcast. We're going to do a roundtable discussion with Mimi Lindquist and Mark Champagne and Kelly Moore, all about their experiences with the book. So it's going to be a lot of fun there. And then going to have a virtual event with Emily Green, aka Emily the Medium. We'll talk all about channeling and overcoming energetic blocks for the year ahead. And then Liv from Keep Up With Liv is going to join me on the 18th for a cacao ceremony. And we're going to talk about the connection between health and manifestation. And then the 20th, I'm going to do a live channeling of the Monarch Being to celebrate the pre-sale. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I just want to celebrate all week. It's going to be amazing. And the link to sign up for that, even if you're listening later, but if you want to catch the final few or catch the replays, I'll put that in the show notes below. And it's also going to be on my Instagram bio. 
of course. So those are my updates. Sorry, a little bit more, but we've got some exciting things happening with the book. It's really all I can think about. Anyway, let's dive into today's topic. Okay, so I've had this question come up so many times. And like I said, I've been reflecting on it a lot, right? So in, in Manifestation Mastery, it's all about the energetics of attraction and how do you really work with the energies around you because you're always manifesting whether or not you realize it. So you might as well be intentional with it. And so what does it really look like to dance with the universe, dance with the energies in the universe? And this is why I love talking about energy so much. And for me, the more I did work as an energy healer and just saw how things were flowing energetically, it was like my whole life made sense. Everything made sense because it's quantum physics. Everything is energy. And it felt like this life hack of, oh, wait, so I just get into alignment. I release all the things that aren't serving me. I'm setting my intention. I'm following the signs. I'm asking, I'm open to receiving and things just flow into my lap. Whoa. And when I was going through this process, it was really, it was really the same time I was doing a lot of my brain rewiring work, which is so much of what the book Manifestation Mastery is about. It's about really shifting your subconscious beliefs because that is that is really key for manifestation and that's the real root cause work of manifesting in what you do want and really making manifestation your lifestyle where when you've rewired your brain and you're at a really good place vibrationally and your frequency is really high, right? It's all about raising your frequency. You don't have to do so much work. It doesn't feel hard to manifest. You're just kind of open to receiving things are dropping in all the time and then if you desire something, you're sort of just directing your energy there and it flows in easily. And I saw my life really open up in that way while I was going through that brain rewiring process. And I remember going through an ego death around this <laughs> because I realized, wow, things could be so much easier than I've been making them. And up until that point, I really prided myself on how hard I could work, how hard. I could hustle. I got a lot of self-worth from people saying, oh yeah, Christina, you know, she's a hustler. She's a closer. She's doing so many things. It, it fueled my ego and made me feel good about myself. And it was also a way that I would comfort myself. I was thinking about this, how interesting this is. I used to always tell myself when I would, whenever I would get stressed out because I had really severe anxiety and the way I would calm myself down is I would talk to myself and say, here's the thing. It's, it's quite clear. If I just work harder, there's no way I can feel this. And I know that I'll never stop until I get what I want. Therefore, I will always get what I want. And so do you see that belief there? It was just like the harder I work, as long as I keep going after it, there's, there's no other way for it to go than for it to work out and for me to be fine. And that was so much of how I got through life is I just told myself I can outwork anybody. And I mean, it really burnt me out. It burnt out my adrenals. I wasn't very happy in that process. But then, you know, in the entrepreneurship space, you look around and it's, it can be this competition of who is working harder than, than the person next to them, you know? And then I feel like the culture kind of shifted and now everybody's like, cancel, hustle, culture, whatever. Let's just flow. And I just feel like there's some room in between here. Okay. <laughs> before I get, before I get to that, that ego death in that space was looking back at my business and how hard I was working. And I felt really resentful toward my business because I was like, I'm working so hard. I'm doing everything as perfectly as I can. And I'm still not getting 
the results I want. I still don't feel like I'm receiving everything that I should be receiving for how much energy I'm putting into this. And that doesn't feel very good. And so when I really started shifting my mindset around things and doing a lot of that underlying reprogramming of my subconscious beliefs, and I started just paying attention to flow and alignment, and I started allowing things to be easier, my my business grew. My business grew so, so effortlessly. And there was that ego death at the beginning. And then I was like, who cares? Now I'm finally getting what I wanted. You know, now I'm finally getting what I wanted. And as I've started other businesses, like, you know, doing brand rewiring certification and the podcast connector, it's been so clear to me, like the difference in building those versus how I originally built my nutrition business. And then also those different iterations going to business coaching, going into spirituality more and just how my energy was different. And my approach was quite different and everything just started clicking and moving in more quickly and opportunities were dropping in effortlessly. When I was really paying attention to alignment and making sure that my frequency was high, to be honest, like, yeah. So (laughs) I feel like this can really trigger a lot of people. And something I hear all the time from entrepreneurs is they say things like, well, entrepreneurship is really hard. And I just want to challenge that for a second because I just want to challenge that for a second because, and and this is something that they bring up in the book that I think is really important. And I really do agree with in the book, the guides talk about how, you know, there's more than one path to get somewhere. And I think this really applies to the entrepreneurship space where there are so many people who live in the belief, this has to be hard. And if you've already decided it has to be hard, then of course, that's going to be your reality. And what the guides say in the book is, You can do it that way, but that doesn't mean there's not another way. So you can do it that way and learn a lot through that process, but you could also do it the other way. And the thing that they point out is just because someone does it one way doesn't necessarily mean that it is the most efficient way to do it. And you also don't know what that person is feeling through the process. So I think a really, a good example of this is you can listen to a lot of like mainstream entrepreneurship podcasts, which I think can be really like overwhelming for a lot of people. There's a lot of ego in this. I'm just going to point that out in my opinion, but whatever. You know, and telling these stories of the hustle, of the grind, you know, and people who are working their asses off and, and then it becomes a standard in the entrepreneurship space and people try and kind of out hustle each other. But the thing is, you know, that person could have built that business in that way and it could be this incredible business, but was that the only way to do it? Or if they had approached the same, the same thing, like I want to build the same thing, but I actually want to do it in a way that feels in alignment and in flow, could that be possible as well? And also would that route feel better the whole way through, which I think is really important because let me tell you, a lot of these people who glorify their hustle they look back and they feel like they missed a lot of life. They feel like life went so fast and I ended up here and I have all the success and I don't feel fulfilled. And I think that's something that a lot of people fall into. We're so busy focused on the future. We're so busy planning the next step ahead. We're, we're just so busy. We're hustling, whatever we're doing. We're not in the present. And then you look back and you're like, whoa, where did my 20s go, or I can't believe I didn't take that time to travel, or wow, I wish I really 
was present in that experience or I should have gone on that trip that I didn't feel like I had time for, right? This is the value of like being in alignment the whole way through. That that could be possible, right? And so what if you could have built the same thing in a way that felt better, right? It didn't feel like you were trudging the whole way through. Like, you know, just that feeling of like, I'm forcing, I'm dragging. I've had that so many times in my life. And I got to a point where, I mean, my body quite literally shut down. I got super sick because my body was like, you, you can't, I can't do this anymore. You can't do this anymore. So I was forced to find another way. But a lot of people keep doing it that way. And they live their whole lives feeling like that's just the way it is. To create great things, I have to struggle. This is the glorification of the struggle. And I know it can be triggering for people, but it's just another perspective. So there's, how do they feel through that process? Because a lot of people make it seem like they're super happy and they're not in the middle of it. And are you really going to live your whole life in the struggle, in the hustle, in the grind, not enjoying it in the hopes of getting to a place where you will enjoy it? Because often when people live their life like that, they get there, they get to whatever the destination is and they're still not fulfilled. So they push the goalposts further and they just keep pushing and pushing and pushing because they are in the illusion that there is a destination rather than just living in what's real, which is your now. You see what I'm saying? So when I was really reflecting on this, I'm thinking, okay, when I first started my business, could I have done it in an easier way? And I see all of the places that, that I actually could have now, right? But then there's the pushback of, well, every, every business, you know, th- there's a lot of work to be done. There's, there is a lot to be done. But I think that that in itself can be a limiting belief because often we do a lot more work on our business than is needed. Oh, that's going to trigger people. I'm just going to say. But this is about like, how can you really be more efficient? And a lot of people just keep themselves busy because it makes them feel productive. It makes them feel like they're hustling and they're comparing themselves to other people. But does that have to be the most effective way? Does that have to be the way? I I don't believe it has to be the way, to be honest. I don't believe it has to be the way. Does that mean that there's not value in that kind of struggle, trudging energy? I think there's still value in that. So I think about the times when I have like been in that hustle energy and I felt like I was struggling or I felt like I was dragging or like kind of forcing. And honestly, that all served me. And this goes back to just this larger idea, which for me is a belief. Like, I don't believe there are mistakes. They're just choices and we're just taking different paths and everything is teaching us what we need to know to prepare us for our next step. And without, without experiencing that drag, that struggle, that, oh man, that out of alignment, that's really what it is. If you feel like things aren't flowing, if you feel like there's resistance, that's what the resistance is. There's resistance the whole way through and that's continuing, continuing, continuing. That's a sign you're out of alignment, right? And, and I, I think that I definitely had to experience being out of alignment to know what it felt like to be in alignment. So that's where it served me. But does that mean that was the way I had to build my business? Probably not, but that's that's the way that I, I did for a period of time. And then I found an easier way. And I see this come up a lot with my clients who are entrepreneurs who come in here, adrenals burnt out. I don't know what I'm what I'm doing with my life. I feel unfulfilled. I built all these businesses. I'm exhausted. I have everybody pulling on me. And they don't <laughs> they're clinging to this belief that it has to be hard. Well, this is what it is to be an entrepreneur. You've decided that's your identity. And if you choose for that to be your identity and you decide that to be an entrepreneur has to be hard and suck, that's fine. 
But then you have to take responsibility for the reality that you are creating because then you're creating more of it. And often people don't want to release it because they don't want to even fathom the idea that things could have been easier along the way. But but why? Like it, it all happened for a reason, right? It all happened to get you to where you're going to go. And all of that resistance, all of that struggle taught you so many important life lessons. You know, it just it is what it is. It's just different ways of doing it. But then when you're complaining that you're burnt out and, and life sucks, I mean, you've, you've decided that based on your beliefs. So what are your beliefs about what it is to be an entrepreneur? If you are looking for an extra boost of energy in the morning and you don't want to add in any extra caffeine, then you need to get your hands on Organifi Green Juice. I drink Organifi Green Juice Every single morning, it's my favorite part of my morning. It tastes so good. It's like this delicious minty green juice packed with 11 different superfoods that are meant to help support detoxification in the body and naturally boost your energy. And it takes out the mess of juicing itself, which is why I love it. You just put a scoop of green juice into some water. I like to add in a little bit of nut milk and it just gives it this like creamier flavor and texture. I love it. It's so good, but sometimes I just do water as well and you are good to go. I am very picky about green juices. I think most taste like crap, to be quite honest. I'm obsessed with the flavor of this. It is so good. And it's so convenient because it has a bunch of ingredients that I used to uh, put in my morning beverages separately. And I had all of these different powders and now I just use my green juice. So some of the ingredients that are in green juice that I love are Moringa, which is incredible for improving skin health, naturally boosting energy, helping to fight disease. I got really into Moringa when Darren Oline was on the podcast the first time a couple of years ago, and I became obsessed. Green juice also has ashwagandha, which is an adaptogen that is amazing for supporting hormonal balance in your body and really balancing out cortisol levels. And I used to always take ashwagandha every morning anyway. Now it's in my green juice. There's also spirulina and chlorella. You know that I am obsessed with algae and I make sure to get spirulina and chlorella in every single day. They are amazing for decalcifying the pineal gland, opening up that third eye. They're loaded with micronutrients. Spirulina is actually a great source of plant protein and the best pick-me-up. And intuitively, I've talked about this before, but something coming through is that a lot of us are going to need a lot more algae and algae is a really important part of my diet. So I love getting all of these ingredients right in my green juice. So if you want some gentle detoxification support and that natural energy boost, Get your hands on Organifi Green Juice. You can go to Organifi.com slash CTC and that code CTC will get you 20% off your Organifi order. Again, that's Organifi.com slash CTC, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash CTC and that code CTC will get you 20% off your entire Organifi order. Let's deconstruct this idea of hustling because this is something that people bring up to me often. Like I move quickly. I generate a lot. The way that I run my life and my business probably wouldn't work for a lot of people. That's fine. It's my life. It's not better than or worse than anybody else. It's just the way I flow. And the way I flow is different than other people. But here's the thing. Somebody else could look at me and say, oh, she's hustling. But does that mean that that's how I feel while I'm in it? Because the thing is that when you are aligned with your mission and you're so lit up, is it really hustle or is it just I'm I'm motivated and I, and I want to do this? And that could that could be hustle. You could call it that. And that doesn't have to be a bad thing. It doesn't have to be resistance. So hustle and grind actually doesn't have to be resistance. There have been so many times where I'm like, whoa, I really I hustled there. 
that was a grind. I was like up late, working crazy hours. Holy shit, how did I produce all of that? And I can look at that and even in it be like, yeah, I'm hustling. But while I was in it, it wasn't resistance. It was actually so much flow that I couldn't stop. You see the difference there? And so I think this is also, we're so disconnected from the idea that people could love their work so much that they don't ever want to stop. And everybody's built differently, right? So not everybody's going to feel that. They might love their work and definitely still need breaks. But that's that's for me, an energy I bring. That's probably, you know, the generator in me where it's like when I'm lit up by something, I don't want to sleep. I don't even need to sleep. Like I want to keep going. And yeah, that's hustle, but it's not resistance. It's still, it's so much flow that I'm just like, gonna keep going. <laughs> it's gonna keep following the stream. So do you see the difference there? And then another angle of this that I think is quite interesting is I'm actually just gonna explore this out loud because I actually haven't thought about it. Somebody was I was talking to somebody recently and he said, well when I started my business, I was I was under the impression that being an entrepreneur was just easy. It was it was easy. And then I started my business and I realized, oh shit, <laughs> it's not. Entrepreneurship is hard, is hard. And I said to him, I was like, I feel like that's a good belief to have. You know, like it, it's, it's a good belief if you have a deeper subconscious belief. Oh, like it's easy to make money. It's easy to be an entrepreneur. I think that could, that could serve you in many ways. But then this is where we see, we can see our subconscious beliefs play out and how is that informing our reality? But then also there are other components at play, which are, was this, is this in alignment for me, right? Because if I'm building a business just because I think I should versus I am lit up by it, we might face resistance there. It might feel harder or what, what is hard, right? Like what is hard? Is hard a challenge and is that unenjoyable, right? A lot of times people who are entrepreneurs will perceive challenges positively, if this makes sense. So somebody might say, oh, that's really hard. Does that mean that I don't want to do it? Right. It's kind of like some people like to jump out of airplanes and, and skydive. Right. That's not my thing. And they might be like, yeah, it's 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 freaking scary, but I love it. Right. Like they love it. Does that mean it's not scary? Like that's the part that they like. Right. They like the adrenaline rush. And I feel like that's kind of similar to this entrepreneur conversation where I think about like the rush I get when I create something, when I'm like binge creating and I'm so on my flow and on the outside, it might look like, oh, why would you want to work those hours? But the difference is I'm choosing to versus I have to. The difference is that when the challenges pop up, I love to solve problems. Like if it, like I love to be creative, I love to innovate and I'm going to circle back to that because I want to make that point, but I like the puzzle pieces, you know? And so it might, I could call it hard or I could just call it an opportunity for growth and expansion, right? Entrepreneurship is one of the most powerful opportunities for personal development, for a spiritual awakening, because it triggers you in so many ways. And it's kind of like the trigger conversation, right? I might refer to things as, oh, that's triggering to me. I have no negative association with the trigger. Like if someone says something and I'm like, whoa, that triggered me, that's not a bad thing. I'm like, oh, this is valuable. I like this. L love the triggers. But other people have decided that a trigger is a bad thing, right? Oh, she triggered me. Why? It it's just an opportunity to explore. 
and it's not right or wrong. I'm just saying this is about like deconstructing what are the meanings behind the words, right? And how many entrepreneurs like sign up for <laughs> sign up for this, right? We choose this. And we're in like this struggle energy, this hustle energy. And it's not just one or the other, but I think there's a good part of that where it's like, we like that. That's a personality type. It's like, yeah, I, I mean, for me, I love fast paced things. I love creating things. I like being in charge of my schedule. I like working wacky hours. Like there have been so many times and to this day, like there, there are weeks when I'm really chill and like doing nothing. And then other weeks where I am just, <laughs> it might be perceived as grinding, but I'm so inspired. And I all have people like family members. My mom will be like, you're working way too hard. I'm like, I mean, I'm not, I'm working hard, I guess, but I love it so much that I, this is my flow, right? So I think we're just kind of, I'm trying to deconstruct this conversation, but where I want to go with the innovation piece and, and the creator piece is I kind of want to give entrepreneurs who are feeding into this belief that entrepreneurship has to suck a kick in the butt because if you're still living in that paradigm and you've decided it sucks, like there's a difference between there are lots of challenges here. Yeah. Because I mean, you are called up, you are called to step up. You are called to solve problems that other people aren't even looking at. You are called to be a leader. You're called to be creative and to be a visionary, right. Or to integrate whatever it is. Like you are really called up to the next level of yourself. You are called up to look at your triggers and your mirrors, your business, money, will will be a healer for you if you let it. It will mirror some some intense things for you, right? You're being called up in so many ways, but does that mean it sucks? For me, that's why I like it. It doesn't suck. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? So what are we really, really talking about? But the thing is like if you're feeding into this paradigm and you know you're building this business, you're like, it has to be hard. It has to be hard. I've struggled the whole way through. I mean, come on, create a new paradigm. Like is that really the life we want to live? Is it really the life you want to live? to be 40 years old, have created an empire and be like, I have no intimate relationships. I'm unfulfilled. What the hell? Because that's where people end up, right? When they're always living in the future and what I'm going to create next and pushing the goalposts further. That's, it's so ungrounded. Like you're not being present. And what are you missing out on? What are you missing out on? I used to be in that energy and I mean, it made me sick. It didn't serve me. I didn't feel good. I didn't feel happy. And then when I was like, whoa, what if I just gave myself permission to make this easier? What if I gave myself permission to make this easier? And that's the other thing. You would think that for an entrepreneur, like the mindset is how am I more efficient? You know, for me, I'm about productivity and energy and how can I do things better and faster? And that's how a lot of entrepreneurs think, right? How can I multitask? We're like doing 500 things. We're on the treadmill. We're on our Zoom meeting. We're Instagram storing and it's like, whoa, right? Oh, I've got to get all this stuff done. Be a superhuman. Yet, yet, where are you not open to making it easier by doing the inner work to shift your subconscious beliefs and deciding what if this could be flow? What if I could follow what's in alignment for me and opportunities just dropped in instead of trying to force them to come in the, the whole way through? It just, it's this really interesting, like cognitive dissonance piece. It's this really interesting incoherence because I'm sure there are entrepreneurs listening, being like, shit, 
right? I'm priding myself on being an innovator, a creator, a paradigm shifter, yet I'm feeding into this paradigm that it has to suck. But what if there's an easier way? And if you don't want to choose a way that is easier, then that's fine. But it's just to acknowledge it, right? Where you've already decided it has to be hard. And if you've already decided that, how is that serving you? Because a lot of people use that as a mask. A lot of people use that as a way to hide. A lot of people use that as a way to stay busy, as a way to hold themselves back from really looking at the things that they need to look at, as a way of avoiding the silence, as a way of avoiding just being because they don't know how, of avoiding facing the relationships in their life. A lot of times when the person's holding on to that, they don't they don't know how to just be in silence. Like it would it would create a lot of anxiety to not be busy all the time. But here's the thing. If you're an entrepreneur and you're of the mindset, how do I do things more efficiently, more productively? Understanding how the universe works, understanding how manifestation works, understanding how energetic attraction works. This is the ultimate life hack. This is the ultimate life hack. And I see this again and again and again. I have friends who are like newer friends in my life who will be like, is this really how your life goes? Like I will literally say out loud, hey, I need this delivered to me. And five hours later, I get the text message. I do energy work on my business. I calibrate a container. That number of people come in. Like, why would you not use these tools? Why would you not use these tools? Because then what else could you create? What else could you create with it? What else could you use that time for, right? It it really allows you to move beyond the construct of time and space. If I can do things that much more quickly and do things energetically and really learn how to, you know, work with flow and and live in alignment. And it's the difference between, you know, searching for the perfect hire and going through all these interviews versus literally letting them drop in your lap. And then what would you do with that extra time? How would that feel for you to just allow yourself to receive? And this is where that, that masculine feminine energy balance is usually really out of balance for many entrepreneurs that giving and receiving, like they're so used to doing and giving and it's uncomfortable to just rest and receive and let it drop in. But then that's where the magic happens. So uh, to pull this together, like my, my view on it is there are different paths to get, to get there. (laughs) And it's which one do you, do you want to choose? And you could do it in alignment where it feels more flowy and you're not as exhausted, or you can do it the way where it feels like you're pushing against the resistance. But what if you could be creating something bigger? The thing is often the resistance is there because there's something off, you know, so where might you need to be redirected? But where where do you like being in that struggle energy? Where does that just feed your ego, right? Why are we holding on to that story? Or if you like it, and you like it because of the challenges and the opportunities to solve puzzles and, you know, learn about yourself, expand yourself, like whatever the growth opportunities are, because there are growth opportunities on all of those roads, then great. But is it, is it a struggle? Is it hard? Or is it a fun challenge? You know what I'm saying? And like when we're labeling hustle, like hustle's bad, hustle's good, whatever. It's, it's not, it just is. And let's not forget that there are a lot of people that enjoy that energy. Like, I love to rest and do nothing and lay on the floor, but I also love to go so hard and like create aggressively. And that's what somebody, (laughs) people will say this a lot. They're like, I was, I was talking about, you know, we have the book coming out. I have multiple other programs coming out. We're, we're building up these two other businesses. We're releasing products this year. And somebody was like, how I, I can't keep up with you. I can't keep up with you. How do you do it? And I'm like, it doesn't feel hard anymore. Like it, it, 
feels so fun and I'm excited and it's just natural and it's flow and all of these things just dropped in for me versus me trying to search for the answer. That's exhausting. It's exhausting. And you have a much better work-life balance because of it. So just food for thought. I know it will trigger a lot of entrepreneurs, but like, I mean, what, what if there, what if you could just acknowledge maybe there was an easier way to do it, but even if you had that path, would you have taken it? Because maybe you wouldn't have, because the path that you took taught you everything you needed to know to get to where you are now. Right. And I, and I really believe that being out of alignment helps us know when we're in alignment. I mean, I wouldn't change anything, but it's been really cool to see how, you know, going through one business and playing with the energetics and how I can get from resistance to to flow and then really just expand effortlessly versus trying to push so hard. Playing with that in one business and then applying those principles to other businesses, how quickly they they grow. And I've had that conversation with with a lot of people in my life where they're like, yeah, my first business, like I it was a grind. I worked so hard. I worked so hard. And then I started this other thing and it just, it just took off effortlessly. And, and why was that? Was it because you realized the energetics of it? (laughs) You know how that works? Was it because maybe the first one was what you thought you should do? And the second one was, oh, I'm really passionate about this and I'm just going to do it because now I don't have the pressure to make this, you know, give me my income because it's my second business. I already have a good first one. And because you're in such a different place energetically that it's flowing. So sometimes you go down this path that feels like you're trudging along and there's resistance and you learn a lot of lessons and you build this thing. And then you're at a different place energetically. You're a totally different person. And then you start this other business and you're starting it from a place of passion, alignment, joy. There's no attachment right? There's no, there's no attachment. You're just at such a different place energetically, vibrationally. And perhaps it was that first path that helped you get there vibrationally to be able to create that second business more in flow, right? There are so many potential factors, but I see a lot of entrepreneurs looking at this and being like, shit, (laughs) did I do the first one wrong? No, no, it happened exactly as it was supposed to, right? You made those choices for a reason that then taught you so much and got you to the place vibrationally that you're at right now so that things can be in flow now and there can be an easier way. I just feel like there's value in in all of it personally. And so when I think about like hustling versus manifesting, to me, manifestation is core. And And if I was starting a business for the first time, I would learn about these principles and just from the get go start off this way cough, cough, no BS biz school, which is why I made it, which is why I made it. And I have so many clients, so many clients you can, you can watch. We have so many testimonials, people who have gone through biz school and they're like, I was trying to build my business for a year, two years, three years. And I couldn't get any clients. And I signed up for biz school. And by the first three months I had hit 40 K 50 K hundred K. I have a full roster of clients. I have 30 people on my wait list. Holy shit. Why wasn't I doing this before? It's, it's the energy. So you can, you can do it a different way. Does that make it right versus wrong? No, it just, it just is. But then if for me, I feel like manifestation is the core and understanding the energetics. Let's, let's not make things harder if they don't have to be, because I have other things to do. And that's my mindset around it. This is what I was saying to somebody. I was like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you don't want to buy into the manifestation stuff, that's fine. But I have such a big mission and so many things I want to create. I don't have time to mess around. 
Like I don't, I don't have time to waste making things harder than they need to be because I have so much I need to get out. Like I have so many things that, that I have, I need to create that I need to create. That's part of my mission that I'm, you should see, I have my whole map of all the things I need to make. <laughs> right. And it's, it's one thing at a time, sometimes more, but I just don't have time to screw around with the 3d shit. Like is that is my mindset around this <laughs> to be honest. And so why would I not be working with energy to make it easier? Right. Because I can waste my time being like, Oh, I need to outsource this, find this person. I could go find them or I can let the universe deliver them to me. Right. I can sit down and try and map out a program and force it out. And it's going to take me, I don't know, three weeks or sometimes people are like telling me they're working on a program for a year. Or I could just wait for the flow, wait for the aligned thing, let it drop in. And I have it all mapped out in 20 minutes and I can record the whole thing in a day. So this is how I, I make a lot quickly is you just let it flow, right? And then you have more space in between and then I can actually create more because I'm not making myself busy. I'm not keeping myself busy with things that don't need to be keeping me busy. <laughs> so then the question becomes like, what am I really hiding from? Why do I like being in the hustle? Why do I like being in the grind? How much of that is my ego? How much of that is me comparing myself to my friends or this person or trying to prove myself to my parents? Because if they think I'm just sitting around doing nothing, then I'm a failure. I mean, these are the places, these are the real places to look and then ask yourself, is that the life I really want to live? And if it is great, that's fine. Right. Because, you know, then there's the other side of it of just because somebody's hustling doesn't mean they're not loving it. It doesn't mean they're not loving it. There are all kinds of people who hustle, who love the challenge, who, who love that. And they, they genuinely enjoy it. And at the end of the day, I think whatever you enjoy, whatever makes you happy, there it is. Isn't that the point to be happy the whole way through? So there's my exploration on hustling versus manifesting as an entrepreneur in business. Would love to hear what you think. Definitely take a screenshot and share this to social media. If you found this episode interesting, tag me at Christina, the channel and tag at Christina, the channel pod. So we can repost and see that you are listening. Maybe send it to somebody in your life. If you think it is an interesting topic and they would benefit as well. And definitely post in the free community forum and let me know your thoughts on this, because I think it's really helpful just to like I don't know, self-reflect and then also hear other people's experiences as well and their reflections because, I mean, I like hearing this and some of my friends will say, oh, I wasted so much time. I should have just done it the easier way. I didn't know what I was doing. And others are like, no, the way I built that, I love the way I built that. And yeah, I might've like been hustling and grinding the whole way through and I wouldn't change it. And great, like there's so much value in that too, right? These are all just different growth opportunities and sometimes we have to be further along on the journey to realize what the larger lesson was, but it's, it's all preparation. But the thing is that if you're building something in a certain way and you're not happy while you're building it in the process, if you're not enjoying it, if you're just waiting for it to be done so that you can sit back and enjoy it, guess what? That's actually not going to happen. So the shift has to be, how do I shift the way I'm seeing this, shift my inner world to change my outer reality? How do I take a different approach so that I'm actually enjoying the process because that's the point. All right. I'm going to wrap up there. Thank you so much for listening in. And don't forget that you can purchase my upcoming book, Manifestation Mastery, How to Shift Your Reality and Co-Create with the Universe, available for pre-sale on January 20th and for sale sale on February 2nd, 2022. I keep saying 2020 or 2021 everywhere. 2022. 
I got that down. I got it. I'm gonna get it down. It is a channeled text all about the energetics of attraction and it totally changed my life and I know it will yours as well. You can go to manifestationmasterybook.com to learn more and to purchase your copy. All right. Thanks again so much for tuning in. I'm sending you so much love. Have an amazing rest of your day and I will chat with you again next episode.